Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, live in location in Ice District. The Edmonton Oilers game one tonight against the LA Kings. Roughly an 8 Puck drop. Oilers beat the Kings in seven last year. Kings didn't have Drew Doughty. Oilers have a much bigger team now, and some guys have an incredible offensive seasons. Oilers now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Momentarily, we'll head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement bet on it. Open 365 24-7. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, We will, in about uh, 29 seconds' time, hook up with George LaRock for Contract Equipment Limited, but not before we tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite, Teppan Yaki Steak Restaurant. Come in and check out their new location at 3975 Calgary Trail. Every Monday during the playoffs, courtesy of Contract Equipment Limited, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer rentals and sales contract equipment we welcome to the show oilers cult hero edmonton sporting icon montreal based media personality george larocque hello george how you doing very good bob how's everything it's playoff hockey at edmonton george you've been here you've lived it you know what it's like it's awesome yes it is it is awesome and i love the way that the year ends finished for the Oilers because now I'm much more optimistic about what we're going to do this year in the playoffs as I was, if you know, when we're talking earlier during the year. 14-0-1 in their final 15 games, George. Uh, In the Oilers' last six games, they only gave up seven goals against the only team with two 50-goal scores, the only team with four 35-plus goal scores. Every forward playing tonight had 10-plus goals. They got a big defense. We just heard about Ken Holland. He said that was a priority for him to build some size in the D. And Stuart Skinner's emerged as the number one guy. So that's sort of the numbers and the stats. What do you see? Because I know you follow and watch your old team on a, a regular basis. Well, you know, like, I know up front now, I love the fact that, you know, Dreisaitl and McDavid, they don't play together because, especially against the Kings, you know, Dano's going to be playing against McDavid, but he cannot play against two lines. So, one line Dano will be against McDavid. Probably Kopitar will be against uh, Dreisaitl. But the thing, though, you know, the offense is always going to be there. The big question mark was in goal. And just the fact that Skinner 
uh, it's probably going to be one of the three candidates for the, the Calder. He might not win it, but that right there uh, gives you enough, give us enough confidence to the fact that, yes, the Oilers, they don't have the best goal in the league, but they have someone that is going to do much better than Mike Smith did last year. Because the reason why they lost is because of him. And the <laughs> Oilers, with the team that they have, they don't need to have it's kind of like when Colorado won the club, they didn't have the best goalie in the league. They had a goalie that could make the big save from time to time, but they had no care price. But they didn't need to because the team in front of them was good enough. Right now, the Oilers with their players, that, and I like the fact that the offensive player now, they go back in their zone, they're more defensive-minded. And then with Ekholm, that brings maturity to that blue line that makes it so, okay, the D will do a good enough job that in the playoff, the others showed that they could play a tight defensive game. They did it when they played this awesome playoff game against Colorado to finish the season towards the end. It was a close defensive game that the others played that they showed they could tie it up defensively and win big games. So combined with the defense that they have now, Skinner has shown enough that he could, he could do enough to help this team win. He does not have to steal games. But he has to make safe from time to time, which is something that Mike Smith didn't do last year. Uh, George Matias Ekholm, six foot four; Bouchard, six two; Nurse, six foot four; CC, six three; Kulak, six foot two; Deharnay, six foot six and a half. A couple years ago, Edmonton played Winnipeg, and Chris Russell and Tyson Berry gave you everything they had, but they were both, you know, five ten and five eleven. This is a much better, uh, much bigger defense. Uh, is that a good thing, in your opinion, come playoff time? The reason why it's a big thing is because playoff time, the way you beat down a team because it's the best of seven, we all know it's with physical play. And if you have small players to play physical, what happens is they get wearing down physically because, you know, playoff hockey, we all know it's about playing physical and, and, and all that stuff, but it's, all, it's not just that. The team that wins is the team that could stay the more fresh towards the end. And if you have a small D-man that gets pounded on the board every game, after a while, what happens is that the, the body wear and tear. And then each playoff, they gotta get, they're banged up, they're banged up. And then there's only so much that you could do. I remember last year, when, like, when the Montreal did the run uh, to the Stanley Cup final, Weber was in one leg. Like, it was not in good shape. It was really, it was, each round that went by was getting harder and harder and harder because it was hurt. And Weber was a big guy, but towards the end of his career, it was harder. But if you have a small team, small D-man, that, you know, the, the opposing team dumps the puck, wants to set the tone, physically they can't respond. But now that you have big guys, what's going to happen to skilled players playing the playoff where the ice is smaller, Everything is tighter. It's more physical. It makes it harder to go on the offensive zone, to establish it from the net, to attack the demon all the time because they're big. The skilled guys don't like playing against the big guys. So that's why now I think the combination of, of all the players that the others have right now is great. And Skinner, tonight, the first game is the most important one because tonight we're going to see if what he did in the post in the regular season, he could carry it in the postseason and give us confidence because this the only place I'm holding my breath is with him. Is he gonna be poised enough and like come in to come in as a rookie 
and show everyone I could do the job. That's my biggest interrogation point because everything else is perfect. So I don't want to see Campbell in the net in that series. And as you know, if we don't see Campbell, we're winning this series in five or six games. George LaRock joining us for Contract Equipment Limited, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer, rentals and sales contract equipment. Uh, George, I'm just thinking back to when you guys used to play Dallas, okay? And they had... You know, Hatcher was six foot four, six foot five, and a little dirty. Uh, Ludwig was a big dude at six. He had those massive shin pads. Mavtichuk was on the back end, and then they had Zuboff, who was way better than most people realized, and Sidor. But you guys, Ronnie Lowe, did he not want you guys getting like a hundred hits on the Dallas Stars when you guys were playing against him in, in a game? Yeah, that that was the goal. Because back then, what people have to realize is that. We were playing in an area, there's no salary cap. We're playing against a team that had maybe the twice our salary cap. They had way more skill than we did. So the only way we could beat team back then is to be playing physical. So then the skill guy would pack it in and be like, you know what? I don't want to get hit tonight. I don't want to go pick up the puck in the corner. I'm going to get hit again. I'm not interested of going in Edmonton, getting that, like, People were intimidated, like, playing Edmonton because the crowd was so loud that we all had wings, and all we wanted to do is hit. And then because of that, we took team out of the building, and that was the style that we had. But now things have changed because now what's taking, like, what's getting the fans going is now you have an offensive team that could score a goal, which is awesome because hockey has changed. But the one thing that I think the staff has understand is that, yes, you got the best to send a man in the league. In the regular season, they'll take you into playoffs. With the D-man corp now and the, and the addition of Kane, they understood that in the playoffs, being skilled is not enough. And the person that learned it the most is Brisebois in Tampa when he had in all those great guys because they were the best killed team in the league. But with all having these physical players combined to the skills, they were not going anywhere. They had grip and they won a couple cups. And that's why Edmonton now, they went back with, with not the same recipe as we did back then because they have more skill than we ever did. But they had size and physicality to show everyone that, yes, we have skills up front, but whoa, we're not just skilled and fast. We could hit you now. And now that changed the entire dimension. So you, if you want to play the other physical, well, you have something coming for you. And if you want to play with talent and skill, you can't. And that's what they needed to do. And I know the team was very limited in terms of salary cap-wise, in terms of what they could do. But what they were able to do with the contract already in place is amazing. Well, I want to hit on Evander Kane because for me, he's the X factor for Edmonton against LA. George, Evander missed the first two games between the two teams. The Kings, Evander just sliced his wrist open. They just came back from that road trip, and the Kings came in here as a 2 1 game. They got an empty netter to win 3 1. And then Edmonton went into January, George, on January the 9th. Evander was there with the team, so was Dayerne, but Dayerne wasn't playing. Um, and the Kings got four power play goals. They beat Edmonton 6-3, but Edmonton went down swinging. You know, Hyman took care of Dursey, and Clem Costin went and fought Lemieux. And since then, since that time, the Oilers have added up front. I know Bukestad doesn't play tough, but he's 6-6. They get Kane back. 
at six foot two, and he's mean. He's got a nastiness, and now they obviously have got Ekholm and Deharnay in the defense. They're a completely different animal, but specific to Keane because he can play against other teams' top six uh, uh, forwards. I don't. Did you did you play much against Dowdy in your career? Like, was he talking a bit on the ice when you were playing in the league, or? I'm just trying to recall. No, no, he didn't no, say. Dowdy, no, no. As you know, against us, it's different, right? Because you know, it depends who you're playing against. I'm pretty sure against Minnesota, when Bugard was there, people weren't talking much either. Right. You know, right. but but again, the thing with Kane, what's amazing with him is that there's not many players in the league that are like, considered a top six player that could mix it up with anyone. Because that's the thing with him. There is not a lot. Like, Kachuk is a tough player, but he's not as tough as Kane. Kane is intimidating. Like, I don't know in the last 10 years, Bob, if you could tell me a skilled guy that was able to mix it up with Ryan Reeves and he looked good. Just for that fact, you know that this guy, he plays against tough liners, and top liners are not built and strong like him because skilled guys are not, they're playing, guys that are playing the top two line usually, they don't mix it up with anyone. They have guys in the center sport doing it for them. The others have a guy that plays against skilled guys that is more physical and gives more room to his line mates. So because of that, it's a rare dimension that he has. And, and to be honest, like Bob, I'm telling you right now, tell me one guy in the league, a top six forward, that is as tough as him. The There's only, none. The other, maybe, I'll give you one. Because uh, he told me Brady Kachuk was legit. He fought Brady Kachuk when, uh, uh, and George, he fought Brady Kachuk within like two or three co- uh, games coming back from having his wrist tendon severed. You're, you're right. That's, you're, you're 100% that's the right. only guy. Brady, that's the only guy. Brady, you're, you're right. Brady Kachuk, now that I think of it, I, I can't believe I didn't think of it fast and good on you but you're right him and Brady Kachuk the only rare breed that actually could play uh, in a top six in a top role like this and mix it up and play physical and bring a dimension that backs up like their opponents knowing that these guys they could just grab me they could give it to me and then I'm gonna have to answer the bell because I'm gonna play against them all night George one final one for you how do the Oilers do this year uh, I have the Oilers for the Cup. Uh, I'm taking the Oilers for the Cup all the way down to the Cup. Um, this, uh, the way that the team has played this year, they look more serious than I've ever seen them before. They look like they're on a mission. And I like the vibe with this team, knowing that the regular season doesn't matter. Uh, Connor is poised, but he's always poised every year. But it's just seeing that guys around him, for one, seems as possessed as he is. So I'm going with the honors. I'm going to be confident that Skinner or Campbell will be doing the job. And uh, I know in Edmonton, the crowd is going to carry this team because they're ready. There's something different this year in Edmonton. There's something exciting. And everybody that I've talked to, they all see, call, uh, they all see Boston playing against um, the Oilers in the Sunday Cup playoff final. And the thing with Colorado, Colorado, I'm not afraid of them. They're not the same team. Landis Cog is gone for the playoff. Kadri is not there, and he's gone. He was their second-line center. Um, they don't have the same goalie. Yeah, Burkowski is not there. They don't have the same goalie. And Nakai had two concussions this year, so he's not the same player. 
it's tough to repeat. Colorado is not going to repeat. The others, they're going to take the revenge from last year, and Colorado are not going to get the gift that Mike Smith was giving to them to beat the others like last year. It's not going to happen this year. They're not going to stand a chance against us. We're going to, like, we're going to beat Colorado in six because I know it's already done with, with L.A. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're going to sign like a final, man. George, awesome stuff. We're going to do this every Monday for Contract Equipment Limited. Thanks for your time. Anytime, bro. I love it. All right, there you go. That is George LaRock. It is 121 in Edmonton. When we come back, ah, a bit of a scorcher coming up on Oilers Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Bob Stoffer with you live. It's a game day. Game one, the opening round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Oilers and the LA Kings. This is Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. 125 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. This text comes in, and it says on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, the Oilers need to have George LaRock as a locker room hype man. Not only will he pump them up, but also put them in their place if need be. Love that guy. Uh, brought to you on Mondays during the playoffs by Contract Equipment Limited. Keith in Red Deer uh, says, George is still kicking but love the passion, and he still uses us and we. Once an oiler, always an oiler. Can Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, Hatcher was only a little dirty. We much we must have watched different games from Ken. Uh, Hatcher, he was he knew how he knew what he was doing, and he knew who he was targeting, and he knew who he was staying away from. But he was a heck of a defenseman for a long time in the league. All right, we talk about Brent Ridge Ford and their President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. They've got full transparency. They did a great job with customer care after the purchase. But another big factor in their success, like any great franchise, is stability. Here's some legacy stats for you: Service Manager Kevin started in '98. Sales Manager Chris. He's a Flames fan. He started in 99, and Uncle Milt's a rookie. He joined Brent Ridge Ford in 02. I know from personal experience, the whole Brent Ridge Ford staff, they're committed to ensuring your customer experience is a positive one. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. It is time for Oilers Game Day Trivia, brought to you by Pro-Am Sports. Fan cave and fan gear specialist for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and Pro-Am Sports Top CA. Up for grabs, a $50 gift certificate, $50 GC from our friends at Pro-Am Sports. It's a relatively hard question. So Todd McClellan is the head coach of the LA Kings. He previously was the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Named the previous Edmonton Oilers assistant coach with Todd McClellan that went on and joined Todd in L.A. and coaches their defense right now. You can text us the correct answer on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. So name the current L.A. Kings assistant coach, coaching their D, that was an assistant coach with the Oilers during the 18-19 season with both Todd and later Ken Hitchcock. That is our trivia question. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon, you're listening to Oilers Now. It's a game day live from Ice District.